0: All right, so we're going to go ahead and begin with the reports, me being first. Um, I just want to thank this chapel. Really, really, truly, we're so thankful for all the prayers that we re- received from the saints here. I mean, it, we, I, we going on this trip, we didn't know what to expect because Rachel and I, this is our first time going. There were some that had already gone before last year, but for us, this is our first time. And we didn't know how it would turn out, and a lot of your our, our parents here were entrusting their kids to us, and we didn't know how that was going to go. And we had, I mean, there was that uh, scary news. It was just, you know, basically the same week about uh, shootings happening, and it was just, you know, kind of shocking, really, to hear about that report and what was going on there. Uh, but we felt that it was important that we follow through uh, with. Uh, committing to the Lord this trip and it just felt like he wanted us to go so uh, we we discussed it and the leaders decided you know what let's let's keep going with this so uh, with the backing of your prayer and all the saints around who were praying for us it just felt like the Lord really was behind us and it it didn't seem like we were lacking anything everything we needed it just seemed like the Lord provided Uh, everyone who went I think could say that they were blessed so much more than we don't know how much the people over there were blessed but um, we were really blessed to go and the one thing I was to share was as on I think it was Sunday afternoon after we dispersed or we were dispersing all the clothing to all the people at the chapel at Trevor and Leo's assembly uh, the the assembly there is called Tiempo de Gracia And as we were, there were, you know, there's people going through all the stuff, going through all the clothes and picking out things that they like. And the elder came in with another elderly lady and we called over Sam, our our, um, uh, translator, and uh, he translated for us. And uh, basically the elder and this elderly lady shared that uh, they were so thankful to us for just showing up, um, and for them, it just felt like us showing up was God's love being shown to them, and God's care being shown to them, and it was just, they were so, I mean, if you just saw their faces, or the, the elder and this elderly lady, and how thankful they were to us for just the fact that we came down, <laughs> I mean, that was a, a blessing in itself to hear. And uh, we're so thankful to go down and serve uh, with all the young people that came with us. So um, the Lord was truly gracious on us for, uh, to us on this trip. So um, I'm going to call up Ryan, and he's going to share us, sl- he's going to narrate through a slideshow for you, and then we're going to have a few testimonies, and then Mark's going to end the evening with a, a little testimony as well. So uh, I'll have Ryan come up now.
1: Mark stole my opening with uh, Colossians 3.23. And, uh, that's okay. Uh, so what I want to do first is just kind of give you a broad overview. I think most of you know um, the SNOW group. We meet every other Saturday at our house except for uh, over the summer. And that's, out of that group is where this missions group has really kind of branched off of. It's a core group of uh, our SNOW kids, what we call them, SNOW kids, our young adults, right? And last year, one of our snow kids, one that I know very personally, Isabel, she expressed an interest to uh, uh, seek out missions. She felt that it was, uh, Lord had laid it upon her heart. And uh, last year, we did this trip. That was our first trip. Uh, we had, what, 14, 15, last, uh, our last trip. And in the summer, Uh, That same group, plus a little bit more, went to Emanuel Mission in uh, Arizona. Uh, Another very uh, successful serving uh, missions trip. And fast forward to this year, we had almost 30, I think we counted, 28 people. Uh, Again, that core group of snow kids and uh, uh, the Younes from Zion came. Uh, We missed a few this year, Tristan couldn't come, Dave Dixon, didn't make it, and uh, Caroline from San Diego, uh, I don't know her last name, but she couldn't make it this year either, but uh, we're a little bit more organized now, we've actually got shirts that uh, we can tell apart other than our white faces, mostly white, sorry Ricky. <laughs> we got some looks from uh, at Ricky, I tell you what, I was walking down some of the streets down in, uh, outside of, uh, outside of Trevor Leo's home, and I feel for you brother, I know, uh, he, he, you're a big man, and you're scary-looking to them, I guess. But He's a gentle giant. So, uh, but anyway, so with that, I've got uh, 97 slides to uh, go through. So I don't have enough content for 97 slides, I'll tell you that right now. So there's going to be uh, some fast-clicking, so just uh, bear with me. So with that, um, again, I'll read the verse. My official opening is uh, Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, do your work heartily. As for the Lord, rather than for men, and that was uh, kind of preached from our leadership all the way down um, to each one of our uh, each one of our kids. And I'll tell you, overall, there was uh, no complaining. You know, we had teenagers, we had junior hires. There was zero complaints, and there was no uh, teaching or 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 correcting that had to be done from any of the leaders as well. So. I would say uh, a big thank you to all of you that were here praying for us, and a, a wonderful thank you to each of, of uh, you that came on the trip with us. I know some of them aren't here, but, um, but it, was, uh, it, was, it was wonderful to see the Lord work in all of your, all of your, uh, your lives, in, uh, in, the, in this trip uh, in particular. Thank you to Josh and Rachel. They were kind of the uh, overall leaders of this as well and put it all together. They were the correspondents uh, to Trevor and Leo, Again, I haven't got to one slide yet. This isn't this isn't good. So uh, to get to Trevor and Leo, that's kind of our main point of contact down in Mexico. They live in Victoria, Guadalupe, and what this really was last year was, hey, we're coming down, put us to work, and we had no idea what we were going to do. They put us to work. They, Leo had said, uh, we'll put you to work, give you a VBS that you can run for the day. Uh, that was about all we knew, and and they said, hey, can you have some speakers come, maybe on Sunday? So Mark took the Sunday service last year. Well, fast forward to this year, it was the exact same. We ran a VBS, Mark spoke, we gave some testimonies. But the biggest addition was a gospel outreach that Trevor put together on Sunday night. So um, how it kind of worked was our mornings and our evenings were very busy, and during the afternoons it was kind of a regroup and fellowship amongst ourselves. And and some of the believers that were, uh, that were down there. So uh, with that, I'll get started with some actual pictures, enough of me talking. So. so this is our first slide. This is Tristan who didn't make it. However, this is our preparation night. So the night that we had the street fair over here, um, all the snow kids that were there came over here and we sorted clothes. And a big thank you to all of you who donated clothes. We had almost 30 suitcases full of clothes and I think we only came back with one full, and I think it might have been an accident, to be honest with you. So it's still in our garage. So, so if anybody wants their clothes back, uh, you can come, come look through them. Otherwise, they're going to Goodwill. But anyway, so this is the first night. So this is uh, stuffing our suitcases as full as we possibly can. That's uh, Logan and Jen uh, providing an example of teamwork. Okay, so this is our group that night. If you notice, uh, some of the attire that Brody and, and uh, Lucas have on, it's actually female attire that they found to be uh, quite comfortable uh, sorting through the clothes. So, uh, but that's our group. This isn't the group that went. This is just the group that helped prepare some of our uh, suitcases that evening. This isn't working, so. Point it at you. Oh, got it, okay. Uh, So this is Friday night. So the trip was Friday night late because we had to wait for everybody to get off of work and off of school. We met at our house, had some pizza, had some fellowship, and then we left late. Uh, Walter prayed us away uh, that evening, and uh, we left with, again, 30 people, 30 suitcases, plus our own luggage, four different cars at about, I don't know, 8 o'clock for a, a very long drive and across the border. So it was a very long night. Might take a while. Okay, so this is uh, VBS. Oh, by the way, again, we don't have any say in where we go or where we stay down in Mexico. It's all up to Trevor. So, he put us up in, uh, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later. But he put us up in seven different homes. Um, and again, last year I remember saying this, and this year it's only the, only the same, if not, if not more so that. We came down to bless people, and I tell you, we were just as blessed with our accommodations and the way that we were treated and fed down there. So, uh, about two o'clock in the morning on a Saturday morning, we arrived at most of our hosts' families. So, the next morning was Vacation Bible School. This is Jen. Uh, she kind of took the reins on Vacation Bible School. And in the fire department, we give, uh, I think, a 3% bonus for those that can speak Spanish, and although Jen would say she doesn't speak Spanish, I'd say she would qualify for the bonus. She does very, very well. At our host family, we're not doing very well, I gotta gotta speed this up, but at our host family, I know nothing, right? I mean, I know maybe a little bit, but she can converse, you know, like uh, with our, you know, with the husband and wife, like I, it was embarrassing. I just felt like my brain was so tired of like trying to understand. Like I would just go upstairs, and she would just laugh, and probably I think they were talking about me most of the time. But so, Vacation Bible School. This is uh, their community outreach that uh, Trevor and Leo do. Um, they get I don't know 50, 60 kids or so every Saturday, I think. And uh, this was our opportunity to uh, kind of maybe take some of that workload off of Trevor and Leo, and uh, provide maybe a different. Uh, different outlook and a different uh, way that they're doing things on uh, Vacation Bible School. So one of their leaders, and uh, we have quite a few pictures of the kids that were there. Um, Wonderful children, very respectful. Most of them don't have parents that are hanging around. They just kind of show up and uh, just get loved on by, by the leaders that are there and taught the Word of God, obviously. This is Ricky. I think he knew this picture was being taken. I think he's flexing. <laughs> I think so. He's also showing off his camera harness that he bought. I don't know. That was a couple hundred dollars. I think he's letting everybody know how much that was. But he was our official photographer um, down there. He was taking photos, and, and uh, Ricky was a tremendous blessing. Obviously, he's great with the kids. He truly has a heart for, uh, uh, for serving as well. Uh, Games, games last year was kind of a train wreck, honestly. This year, uh, who did it? Logan and Lincoln put together games and it was wonderful. We learned a lot because we figured last year they could be some kind of a, um, we could communicate a little bit, we couldn't communicate at all. It was way too difficult. So we did stop signs, we did games that they could, uh, well I'll just show you the pictures. It was very, it was easy where you didn't have that big language barrier and it's out in front, this is the street out in front of Trevor and Leo's home and uh, all the kids came in sweaty and laughing and had a great time. So last year we ended up scrapping all of our organized games and just played soccer. So they liked that too, but this was, uh, this was more fun. There you go, there's the stop sign. Okay, so clothing donation, again, all of our 30 suitcases that you guys uh, so willingly filled up for us. The the kids that attended the Vacation Bible School um, were in more of a need than the kids at their assembly. So Leo, who is uh, tremendous, and I will talk about her uh, as well, but um, she thought it would be uh, wise to actually open up the... uh, clothing donation first to some of the kids who were at Vacation Bible School since they're in more of a need. So uh, we also had uh, Sarah, I don't know Sarah's last name, but Tozan, so her family goes to another church and they have a, um, they have a contact with Panera Bread and it just so happened, um, when I say just so happened, I mean obviously it's the Lord's timing, but that their pickup for Panera Bread—they get a lot of seconds from Panera Bread—was uh, the same night that we were leaving for Mexico. So when they brought over their suitcases, when Sarah brought over all of her clothes and and uh, uh, suitcases for donation, they also brought over three suitcases full of bread and two big bags. And we're going—where are we going to put all these things? You know, we don't have—we we filled up two. The back of two trucks and the back of the van with all the donations. So the bread was probably the biggest hit over all of the clothes. And if you know Panera bread, I mean, it's good. It's very high-quality bread. So they absolutely loved it. And there are these huge, like, loaves of bread, you know, and they were fighting over those things. So. But they loved the clothes, obviously, too. Um, and so that kind of ended our uh, vacation Bible school on Saturday. So left a little bit of time for official siesta in the afternoon um, with 30 people nothing didn't get done Did I say that so there was time for some of us that were in leadership to kick back and say thanks to the younger folks uh, Trevor and Leo again were wonderful their hospitality is second to none we all hung out uh, in between our event Saturday morning and Saturday evening at their house and and uh, they fed us. So Saturday night, I got a quick story about Saturday night. So if you know anything about the Mexican culture, um, it's a lot more laid back than it is here in America. So last year we had another kind of thing. and I I mentioned this uh, last year, but Dave, Dave's very on time. Should we put it that way? Dave loves to be on time. So last year, Trevor, we left a little bit later than what we all wanted to to leave to set up. Dave was doing a chalk talk, right? So we want to get there in time to set up our chalk talk. And uh, we got there 15 minutes late. So here we all are up front just setting up this chalk talk, right? And uh, I could only imagine what Dave was going through. I mean, we're all kind of like embarrassed about this, but nobody really cared except for us. So fast forward to this year. Trevor. As a matter of fact, it was after that previous slide there when we're all eating lunch. He says, hey, in about 20 minutes, Ryan, I need you to get six people together. Uh, and we're going to go and do a project at the chapel before everybody shows up on uh, for a meeting on Saturday night. I said, okay, what are we doing? He goes, well, I need one technical person, probably Sam. I said, okay. I go over and talk to Sam. I said, hey, you're in. You've been nominated. He says, I need somebody else that is... That could, uh, that's small and quick. I said, okay, that's probably Desmond. We'll get Desmond. And he says, and a couple other people. I said, okay, so I think we got Ricky, and I, I forget who else. I think Ashton came and some others. But uh, so, what are we gonna be doing? He says, oh, you'll we'll see when we get there. Well, we left a lot later than what was planned. So we get there, and if you can imagine these big speakers right here, these two big black speakers, they're sitting on the ground. And he says, all right, we're gonna hang these from the ceiling. I went, what? We have 45 minutes, Trevor, until, it's, until everybody shows up. He goes, yeah, no, Josh needs it for, his, uh, for what he's speaking on tonight. I said, okay, let's try and get it done then. And uh, we didn't get it done in time. I, I shouldn't say that. We got it done, but, and he had a plan. It wouldn't have been my plan, but he had a plan, and I, we had to go with it. So we got our speakers hung. Desmond was up in the attic, and Ashton, I think, went up in the attic. And they're feeding speaker wire through as people are coming, funneling in, and I'm starting to sweat. I'm like, oh, my word. I'm up on a ladder trying to find a stud or trying to find the the uh, joist in, the, in the, the ceiling joist just so I can hang these things as people are in there, and I'm like, you know, Sam's holding the speaker. I'm dropping sawdust in his eye. He can't see it all. And, and uh, I thought I was I was up there thinking like, this is what Dave felt like last year. I can only, I can only imagine. So then we get our speakers done. We're like, okay, everybody's sitting in the in the pews. And he goes up and he he un- undoes the box for the um, uh, for the uh, projector for the screen. He goes, okay, this one. I'm like, Trevor. Like everybody's sitting down. He's like, no, it's okay. They don't care. So here we are hanging a screen, right, as everybody's sitting down here, but it's just the culture, like they don't, it is, that's just what it is, right? So Saturday night comes, they're up here, right, speaking, Ashton's doing his testimony and I look over and, uh, and one of the elders is sitting directly below one of the speakers. I, I'm sitting next to Ricky, I just kind of hit Ricky, I said, Lord, we need to pray right now that that, that, that speaker does not fall, do not, please Lord, don't let that speaker fall. So anyway, I don't know if there's a picture of our, of our job that's in here. I'll, well, maybe I won't point it out it doesn't look that good. But, but we got it done, and uh, it, was, it was never used either, by the way. But we got it done for them. They used it the next day on Sunday morning, so I guess there was a, yeah, I guess there was a point to it. Uh, so Saturday night, Ashton and Sam gave their testimony. Sam Yoon, right? Was that that night? And, um, and then Josh, you did... Uh, you spoke that night about uh, studying uh, a a good way to study the Bible. So it was a wonderful night, and it's always hard. I mean, you should thank these people uh, for getting up. It's hard to get up right in front of people in general, but let alone uh, to have them translate it afterwards, it makes it that much more difficult to speak. So thank you guys for your willingness to step up. Uh, Saturday night was our second clothing giveaway, um, this is uh, Jennifer's kind of organization, organizational skills, everything in all of the uh, suitcases was all organized from adult, male adult, female adult, all the way down to kids, shoes, teddy bears, everything that you guys have, uh, have donated, and then uh, it was all organized on the pews. After the service, it was all labeled, so all they had to do was come in here, find whatever uh, they were looking for, and they could go through and uh, find what they wanted. And uh, they fed us that evening too in the uh, in another building. So again, hospitality was just incredible. This is Isabel? She's 15. <laughs> just a small attitude. No, she's she's wonderful. She's wonderful. Um, but this is our our group pick on. Uh, our group pick on uh, Saturday night after the service. If you can find the angelic being in there, this is this is one of my favorite picks. So I don't know who took it or who edited it, but thank you. Uh, uh. But this is our this is our whole group minus Leo. Leo's the only one that we're missing. Uh, this is sorting through Saturday night. You can see they, they were very, very thankful for uh, all of the donations. What was this? This is their side room, uh, like their, their annex portion where they do all of their meals. So they fed us that night some uh, yummy burritos. Uh, again, just like last year, one of the highlights, I think, for all the kids was riding in the back of the trucks. Maybe some of you parents uh, that sent your kids, maybe you didn't want to see these, but we went slow, I promise. And this year, it seemed we had like a, like a boys and girls segregation. Like the, last year, we had such a smaller group that everybody was always in one truck. So this year, we did notice that it was, uh, it was guys and girls, which isn't bad just an observation. This is one of the elders. This is the elder that Ricky and I prayed for. <laughs> that was sitting under the under the speaker. You could see he made it to Sunday morning. So our job our job held up. So Selfie. This is Sunday morning now. Yeah, so we're on a Sunday morning. Um their kids They sang for I don't know how how long total, I think 45 minutes, but maybe half of that at least was all the kids' songs, and they were enthusiastic. Like I mean, they were singing from the top of their lungs. It was wonderful. We might have a video, I think, of one of those coming up. Uh, This is Sunday school, so Jen uh, taught Sunday school. Also, a special thanks to Sam. He was our our lone uh, Spanish speaker in our whole entire group, so... He was uh, he was working hard the whole weekend. So he helped Jen teach, uh, teach Sunday school that morning, and uh, she did the same uh, lesson that she did with VBS. And Mark spoke. I'm sure we have a picture of that, but Mark spoke in the other room. They did games. Sam's happy about the games. And <clears throat> whatever clothes were left over, we put those in the... Uh, uh, in the room for Sunday morning, because not everybody comes out Saturday night and Sunday morning. So this is like, kind of like the third donation. And by the end of this, I think just about all the clothes were gone. Um, again, getting back to the kids and just their willingness to serve. This is getting ready. So after Sunday, we all came back to Trevor and Leo's and um, got ready for the big outreach. So. Uh, the gospel outreach, Trevor had told us that he expected about 200 or so people. And what the plan was, was just to block the street. Like, we were going to literally like, park Mark's truck here and my truck here, and nobody else is getting in, and we're setting up chairs, 200 and some chairs, in the middle of it. I said, all right, we have, uh, we have permits and all that stuff. He goes, yeah, don't worry about it, I have permission. Like, LAUGHTER all right, man, you got it. We'll, we'll do whatever you want. I, I trust you. So getting ready for that night, I mean, if you can imagine, right, like it's not just the gospel outreach, but it's feeding, right, 200 people. So um, Trevor and Leo organized all of that, and part of that was making lemonade, like fresh lemonade, not like we're just going to go buy country time. Like, yeah. So all these kids' hands were yellow for a couple hours after that because of all the lemonade, lemons that they were squeezing. stuck okay well, this was a lot of the afternoons which was actually kind of nice because you're really you know you're working you're working hard like for the for the most part just getting ready for all these things so and to be honest from the leadership point of view there wasn't a whole lot of direction that was needed I mean that's quite a saying something about all the kids that were there is they saw a need, and people would just step up and kind of do it, and other people would see that and, and step in. So um, it was truly a blessing to see. Uh, this is the setup, so uh, Trevor did it. He, he pulled it off. He, uh, we, parked the, we parked the trucks and blocked the street, and then next thing you know, we had people coming in with huge sound systems, huge sound system. And all the chairs, I mean, three pickup trucks full of benches and chairs just showed up and we all went to work setting, setting everything up. So Ricky worked hard for this shot, I think. This is you, right? Yeah. Available for a price? <laughs> well, you can see Mark's truck blocking the uh, blocking the street. Um, uh, this is Trevor and Leo's daughter, Allison, and her other friend, Allison, right? So she's one of the uh, local kids there. Uh, Another encouraging thing, um, this is probably 10, 15 minutes before uh, the the starting time. And we didn't see a lot of people filling up chairs. We were kind of like, man, we got 400 and some tamales back here. Like, who's going to eat all these? And more importantly, right, this is a gospel outreach. We want as many people as we can. And uh, you could see the girls... Uh, our girls are on the left and some of the neighborhood girls are on the right. There's not a whole lot of communication um, that's, you know, e- easy. It's very difficult to, to communicate, and they were trying and playing games and whatnot. So it was nice to see our people pouring into their people, even though there's a communication barrier. This is uh, one of the local pastors. He uh, he kind of took the message that night. Um I, sounded powerful and praise the Lord but four people uh, four people trusted Christ that night so all was, all was worth it in the end I mean all the hard work and everything and um, you can pray for those four individuals uh, at the end of the day I think we had over 200 people um, that filled up just about every single chair there was a, a house at the end of Trevor Street that uh, is a known kind of a drug house you know they uh, they're users and dealers and he saw a couple of those folks kind of passing back and forth so um, at the very least they heard the gospel so and like I said the sound system was big I mean you could, you could probably hear it for a couple streets I'd imagine so a lot of people heard the gospel that night and four that we know of trusted Christ so uh, one of them's actually already in a bible study now with Leo I believe so you can uh, kind of lift those folks up in prayer. Uh, that night, also, this is the their band. Also, they brought a full, a full blown band. I think it was a. Oh, sorry. Anyway, uh, we're getting short on time, so I'll just keep going. But this is what it what was it kind of looked like by the end of the end of the evening. And uh, our group got up, sang some songs led by Josh and Rachel, and uh, also testimonies by Sam and uh, and Ricky. Sam Salazar this time, not Sam you. Time, because they made so much lemonade. Mark and I actually were given the task of going into town and buying sugar and uh, what else? Something else. Sugar and ice. Oh yeah. So just that small, just that small little uh, feat was difficult. I mean, number one, we had to find where we're going. The street signs are not labeled. There's literally not not a whole lot of English, and we had to find the market that actually sells the stuff and try and get back to where where we were. So. There's the two of us trying to buy ice, and they started to load the big block of ice, you know, in the back of our car. Like, no, no, no. that's not what we want. We can't do that. So just those little things are like, they're just, they're just difficult. But anyway, we, uh, we came through and salt, saved the day. Oh, yeah, then I couldn't figure out what salt was versus sugar. I had to ask people. And so I was looking at it, but long, another story for another time, but we came back with the right product. So then, after that, we uh, we we fed over 200 people, um, and everybody chipped in. I mean, you can imagine that's a that's just from the preparation to the setup or to the cleanup is uh, was very difficult. So we're very thankful for uh, for the numbers that we had, and uh, everybody went away very pleased. I think. Hot chocolate, coffee. I mean, they 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 went all out. So, uh, so this is Desmond. No, it was uh, Delaney and Ashton. We were all told explicitly, don't touch the wildlife down there. Don't touch the cats. Don't touch the dogs. But next thing you know, on Friday night, Ashton and Delaney have this cat that's just climbing all over them. And I, I thought, oh man, what are you guys? What do you guys think? It turns out it was a neighbor's cat, so it was kind of a, it was a clean one, but we let him have it first. We didn't tell him, it was, we told him it was a stray cat. Uh, so Friday, or Saturday, Sunday night, this is again, this is where I want to kind of talk about Leo a little bit. For those of you that don't know her, I mean, she is, she is like the Proverbs 31 woman. She is amazing. She can, she does, she does it all, and uh, I saw another side of Leo that night. We all went out for ice cream. If you can imagine, 30 plus some of our friends that we had made at that point were probably 40 strong. So here we show up in four cars at 9.30 at night at a local ice cream you know, parlor, and uh, four people ordered ice cream. And then Leo said, stop, we're out of here. He's not going to give us a discount even though we're 40 people. We're leaving. And we all went, what? Really? <laughs> Like, yep, we're out of here. And I've never seen that side of Leo before where she's didn't get her way and didn't negotiate. That's the culture down there, right, is they negotiate for everything. And this guy wouldn't budge on it and just kind of being, you know, I think he wanted to close up and whatnot. And she said, all right, we're paying for these four. Nobody else. Stop your orders. We're out of here. And sure enough, we turned around and hightailed it down to the next ice cream shop. And I thought, wow, that's impressive. Like, I you You never cease to amaze me, so works all day i mean she's uh she she is she's she's really something so uh, but that was all of us that night having ice cream uh, uh getting ready to go back to our host families for our last evening uh so a little bit about the hospitality if you can look past some of those chins in there if you can if you can see the If you can see the floor, okay, that's a garage floor, right? That's where Jen and I stayed. When I talk about being blessed, the house we were in was, if you took that house and put it anywhere in L.A. County, it's a million, it's $1.5 million. But yet, right next door is a home that's about ready to fall down because it's made out of plywood. I mean, it's, it really, like, our, our person, Trevor said, like, he's very wealthy, he owns some some stores and whatnot around the, around the area. But I was absolutely blown away. I mean, from last year to this year, and the places that we all stayed in were just it, absolutely incredible. And this young lady and her husband were amazing. I mean, making homemade tortillas and beans and rice every morning for us. And anyway, it was. Uh, I can't say enough about the people that we, uh, that we stayed with. This is Josue, one of the uh, buddies that we made along the way. I think he was one of the host families as well. Uh, that's also one of the houses, I think that's where Sam and Clarissa stayed, the house in the back. Their family owned this uh, store and this was kind of our meeting point on Sunday morning, or excuse me, Monday morning when we were uh, going, back, going back home. This is our last meal together with Trevor and Leo on the Mexican side. Same place we stopped at last year. And uh, we just got a lot of carne asada, and chicken, and tortillas, and that was Sam's helping. <laughs> that was a staged picture, but we like to tease him. He might have eaten. We all might have eaten about that much anyway. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. There's people, they, there's people down there that are working. They just come up, and they they see our cars, and they just start Washing our windows and tires and everything else. So, anyway, we helped them out a little bit. Uh, this is it. Our last uh, last hurrah, saying goodbye. Now, this is us on the uh, American side of the border, getting Starbucks. You can <laughs> imagine <laughs> four days without coffee for some of these sugar coffees for some of us was difficult. That's it. Uh, that is all. And I'm supposed to read a, uh, oh, thank you. Uh, now it's time. I think uh, I need to read something from Isabel, but I did. I left it back in the pew, so can, can you run it up? I'm sure there's more things I could talk about, but we're uh, running out of time, so. All right, so some of the kids are going to share some stories. This is Isabel and Jen, and then after that, uh, who's coming up? Ashton? Okay. All right, so this is Isabel. So there were two things God showed me on this trip. One thing was how Leo was just an amazing example to so many of us. Not only did she host myself, the Strattons, and the Chuns, but she put together and made all of the meals, hosted the VBS, and went out around the neighborhood to get people to come to the outreach. She was also an amazing prayer warrior. Anytime something would happen, even a small thing, Leah would drop everything she was doing and we would all just bow in prayer. That encouraged me so much to pray about even the small things and give everything up to the Lord. It has definitely strengthened my prayer life and I know others as well. Another thing that God showed me uh, during this trip was about praise to the Lord through song. The Mexican people sang beautifully with such joy. This allowed me to see that no matter the culture no matter the language god hears this praise we are giving to him god taught me that even if we can't understand other people's language and their praise he can and he loves it at the sunday service we were all singing a song both english and spanish together and it was beautiful it gave all of us who were there a small taste of what heaven will be like i also just wanted to give a huge thank you to all who prayed for us We could not have gotten through this trip safely without your prayer and without the Lord. Even if you weren't able to go, your prayers went with us, and I am so very thankful. All praise and glory to the Lord, Isabel. Thanks for listening. All right, this is Jen. On Saturday morning, we hosted a VBS in the backyard of Trevor and Leo's home. Leo said she counted over 50 neighborhood kids. Betsy led us in songs, and we sang Jesus Loves Me in both English and Spanish. Ashton, Sarah, Brody, Zoe, Desmond, Carson and Isabel helped teach a gospel message, while the rest of our group spent time in prayer for kids who came. Logan and Lincoln, along with a group of helpers, led games in the street. Stasia taught the kids a Bible verse in Spanish, and the rest of the group distributed bread, gospel tracts, and clothing. Sunday morning, we had the opportunity to teach Sunday school at the Nueva Leon Assembly. Sam, Clarissa, Stasia, Zoe, and is, all helped lead a gospel lesson for a small group of kids of many ages. We introduced them to a few kids who attended our Sunday school at Claremont and took back a picture of their class, promising to introduce them to our Sunday schoolers and to pray with them, with the hope of establishing a relationship between the two groups. Okay.
2: Good evening. Uh, I'm Ashton I was blessed I'm blessed to share with you about Saturday night and a are uh, hearing the message from Josh and a uh, being able to go early up to the chapel or the assembly to a uh, set up the speakers I was very blessed to do that a, uh, one of the things that I wanted to share about was a uh, Leo had shared with Rachel about how many were feeling very discouraged and feeling that, the Lord wasn't listening to them, that the Lord didn't care about them. And one of the things that Leo shared with us was, just us showing up there and giving the clothes away was, gave them so much encouragement. But one of the things that also Rachel has shared was, most likely, we are going to come back more encouraged than those people. And I felt very encouraged when I heard that we were able to encourage those people just by just by giving up a, just giving up a weekend to go serve the lord and giving giving not that much time just and just serving the lord could encourage so many people by giving clothes clothes that we didn't even need that didn't fit that we we took for granted and being able to give it to those people that were truly in need uh, really encouraged me, and I, I felt I felt really blessed by the Lord to be able to, just, just to witness it, just to witness the many smiles that all those people had that were getting just another pair of pants, another another shirt, and a uh, one of the things that we also saw was a um, as this afternoon I went to go with the Strattons to their a uh, what's it called. To, sorry, Mark's a uh, brother's house was that his niece donated clothes, and to see that they pointed it out while we were watching the video as to a uh, one of the girls, one of the girls singing, she was wearing the clothes. And it was <laughs> it was really beautiful to see because it's just seeing that they were so happy that they wore it the next day that they got it was really. Just it blessed me. I've, I felt so happy, and uh, that's that's really what I wanted to share about Saturday night was the donations that were given, and uh, I just want to thank you all for for prayers and donations and all you guys have done. Because yeah, uh, you guys, all of you, anyone, everyone who helped out in any way, shape, or form, really, uh, really was a blessing. Thank you.
3: Good evening. My name is Sam. Uh, Thank you again for the invite uh, to go with you guys to Mexico. Uh, I was asked to speak on the breaking of bread and how uh, we were able to experience uh, the Lord together with those people. And before uh, I remember that that time, uh, Trevor, uh, he'd let us know uh, beforehand that a lot of the a lot of the brothers and sisters were first generation believers, so they did not have a solid foundation at the moment. They were eating a lot of uh, milk, or they were drinking a lot of milk, and not uh, able to, um, on a personal level, uh, eat the solid food that they needed to through the Word. So uh, they asked, uh, Trevor asked Josh to speak on how to study the Word, and then they asked Mark to speak on uh, how. Uh, how they should be encouraged to seek after the Lord in His Word. And so we could kind of, s- at least we could kind of see that the people really loved the Lord, but at the same time, uh, they, they, uh, they needed an example. Uh, so at the Breaking of Bread service, there were about three brothers who shared and prayed and led the group in a couple of songs. And uh, we could tell with the singing, uh, as has been mentioned already, that they love the Lord. Uh, we didn't recognize the first song, so a lot of us were just listening and enjoying. Uh, but the second song, we were able to sing with them. And it was one of those moments where it's uh, you realize that there is a universal church. Uh, there is a family that you belong to as believers. And uh, singing together in English, and then there's Spanish and uh, the unity that we have in Christ uh, that's always an encouragement to me uh, when we can do that uh, especially across with within cross cultural uh, bounds and so uh, we also uh, have the obviously the symbol of the bread and the cup and sharing in that uh, being able to remember the body broken and the blood shed on the cross for our sins obviously um it is such a precious time together as brothers and sisters in Christ, where we can share uh, the same Savior. Uh, there were a, there were a couple of us who were uh, had a fear of germs. There was one cup, and so some made it through, but there were a couple who decided to pass on politely, and we we uh, we had a a talk afterwards, but. It was okay they asked for forgiveness so we were okay and I'm sure the Lord knew in that moment Um, so as as an encouragement to each one of us uh, it was it was a great time where we could just uh, come together again uh, remembering the Lord and um, being surrounded by his word and uh, the symbols uh, of our of the same savior that we can worship so it was a great time again thank you Um, On behalf of Ina and I, to be able to come and fellowship and serve in that way.
4: Hi, my name is Desmond. For those of you who don't know me, Um, I did not go on the trip last year, so I was really excited to go this year. I I didn't know a whole lot. I knew there were about twice as many going this year, so I didn't know where everybody would be needed. Um, And one of my biggest concerns was the language barrier, I didn't know how that would work. But for example, like uh, at breakfast, the dad of the host family, his name was Victor, he didn't didn't really know any English at all, but we were able to have conversations with him through Google Translate. So it was cool to see the Lord can even use technology like that to help us converse with others. And we had a great time every breakfast, we were able to talk to him. And then, so we had a VBS for the kids, Jen gave uh, the Bible lesson, And the kids were super interactive. That was fun to see. And they also got clothes and bread, which they don't have much of. They don't have a lot of food or clothes. And they were just as excited to hear about Jesus, which was cool. Like, if I think about myself, am I as excited to hear about the Lord as when I get something cool that I already have? They don't have a lot of clothes or food, so it was just cool to see that. And to close, I have a letter from Delaney. It says, hola, this is Delaney who is writing this. I'm not sure who is reading this for me, but I very much appreciate you for doing this for me, whether or not you had the choice. I'm so sorry I couldn't be here tonight, not that I'd be reading this in front of you all anyways, but I, but I wish that I was with you. I was asked to write a little something about what we did during our trip, so let's get this started, shall we? On Sunday, November 10th, in Guadalupe, Victoria, Mexico, our mission trip group used a few cars and barricaded off a couple hundred yards off the road in front of Trevor and Leo Kamster's home. Once that was taken care of, we gathered people of the neighborhood and hosted a block party. Ricky Hudspeth and Sam Salazar gave their testimonies. I was, only able, I was only able to understand Ricky's because it was in English, but it was amazing, so thank you, Ricky. There was also a band that sang some awesome Spanish worship music, not that I knew what they were saying, but it sounded beautiful. The man that gave the message at the end of the evening, at, at, at the end of everything, I later found out was my host family, Jesus and Lorena's pastor at their church. Small world, even in Mexico. After the message was given, I was told a very accurate that a very accurate and strong gospel message was given. Um, we got ready to serve dinner with about 15 massive pots full of tamales, Beans and an assortment of beverages. A few of the team members served the Lord and the people of Mexico by using their time to hand out food, gladly feeding themselves last. It's so amazing what the Lord can do in just a weekend. On Sunday, the block party. At Sunday at the block party, four people accepted the Lord and now have eternal life with Him in paradise. We all saw God's wonderful protection over all of us, as no one got sick or hurt on the trip. Even though I speak absolutely no Spanish and understood very little of what was being said throughout the week, I know we all felt the Lord's presence that weekend. No matter what country we're in or, or how different the culture is, the Lord is always there with us, working in and through us. Thank you, Delaney Ours. So whether or not you guys were able to come, we thank you for your prayers, because they were, they were definitely heard there.
5: All right. For the next half hour, we're going to look at... Uh, oh. <laughs> We opened up, and I'm sorry it's still the thunder of those that are going to use the verse, but Colossians 3, 23, and it says, Whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. It's a tremendous verse, and you can see the heart of the, all the kids and everyone that served was unto the Lord, but let us not stop reading in verse 23, but let's look at verse 24 as well. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of an inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. You see, the Lord sees everything that goes on, every action, every handshake, every communication, every attempt, every piece of clothing that has gone out, every one of you that donated, every one of you that gave, every one of you that prayed, and we were all as one going down there to Mexico. We even as an assembly gave a fellowship of uh, financial means to assist with that Sunday night. So those four people that got saved, each and every one of you here had a part in it. And the Lord's going to reward you and bless you for it. In in whether the hands that go out and and whether you speak, whether you go behind the scenes, we are all one serving the Lord, and the Lord sees it all. And the, the Lord rewards openly. And we serve the Lord God that sees everything. So, again, on behalf of everyone here, we thank you for your support. And um, and, and not only down in Mexico, we, tonight's the emphasis is Mexico, but. Let's do it in the assembly. Let's do it to one another. The Lord sees the giving of your goods and and the pouring out of your heart and your love towards one another. And he sees it all. He rewards it openly. And at the end of the day, you truly say the Lord Jesus Christ was glorified in this trip. And that's our our end goal. And four people that we know of that got saved. But in Mexico, they don't have the, the noise ordinances like we have here. And as a police officer, I respond to them loud radios, you're disturbing my peace. Oh, they had it cranked up. And that gospel message, the songs that went out, and the drug dealers and everyone else had to hear it. And you could hear it from blocks away. And uh, it was tremendous. So we don't know who else got saved. We'll know when we get to heaven and the Lord is going to be the rewarder of all these things. And we don't deserve the rewards. He deserves it all, but he does reward. So let's go ahead and close in a word of prayer. And then Josh and Rachel will come up and we'll sing the happy birthdays and then we'll eat. Gracious God, Father, again, we just bow before you. We humbly thank you, Father, for we went down um, in much trembling and in fear. and uh, But you, through the power of the Holy Spirit, used us for your glory and your honor and for your might, Father. And we just thank you that your gospel went out in power, Father, and it saved soul, four souls from a lost eternity. And in those four souls, Father, we're, uh, were saved unto you and added to the family of God, Father, and we thank you for that. And, and we just again pray for all the seeds that were planted, and we thank you and ask your blessing upon all those that were willing to give every ounce of clothing, of the bread, and everything that went on, Father, and we just pray that everything that went out and went forward was in the name of Lord Jesus Christ and that you were truly glorified through all this, Father. We just thank you for it. In the name of Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen.